It's been a weird old week in Melbourne town, hasn't it, really? There's been a lot of rain around. What's Flemington copped? Yeah, uh, we got 18 millimetres on uh, Wednesday morning through to Wednesday afternoon. And um, we also got 0.4 mil last Saturday during the races. So, typical Melbourne, you know how it is. Um, yep. We get what we get. Yeah. How, how are we looking in the next 24 hours and how do you expect this track to play? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm actually I'm halfway around doing the rating now, and yep. it's uh, it's still a good for you. It's beautiful at the moment. Um, we are looking at a forecast of 28 degrees tomorrow with a 11k northerly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it a drink tonight just to sort of keep it basically in the same spot that we're at now. Um, yeah, we got 18 mil obviously of rainfall during the week, and we've put on 32 mil since last. Uh, last Thursday night, so it's had plenty of juice in it. Um, we had a warm day Tuesday, but it was pretty mild yesterday and windy, and it's supposed to be pretty mild today. So, yeah, it's in really good condition at the moment, Go. Wind conditions tomorrow? Yeah, 11K normally, so okay. um, put me on the spot here. I think that's tailwind down the street. Correct. I yeah. double check that. Yeah. So, very minimal, like 11Ks. Might, yeah. might get gutsily up to sort of 15, 20, but I don't think it should make a huge difference to the day, but we'll have to wait and see. I think the 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 um, the, the the rule that I go on, and I got told this by a very good form analyst, that if it's more than twenty k's, the wind conditions, uh, you you have to worry about it. But we saw during the Flemington Carnival last November how the wind can play a massive part in, in track patterns. Like uh, even when we yeah. had the southerly, they just. It threw a spatter in the works, and I think it caught everybody off guard because you don't usually get the Southerlies in, in November, really, and all of a sudden the jockeys couldn't work out when to push the button. The leaders were dominating out, out in front. So, um, yeah, it's it's just part of the variable. I think it's an important variable that we've got to keep a, a close eye on. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, you can always check out our website to look at the yep. wind conditions throughout the day as well, which will give you a good guide. Um like, yeah, as for last week, they forecast a southwesterly thing on Saturday, and it was all over the shop. So, um, yeah, if you check our website throughout the day, that might help help give punters a, an edge if so possible. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a great tool to have, and you just head to the VRC. You can also download the app, and um, when you're watching the races, it can get you up-to-date information on, on the conditions. So um, it's a terrific device for the punters out there. Brendan, love your work, mate. Is there any whispers? We just had Nick Ryan on the show, and he's pretty bullish about that horse in the last race there, Johnny Rocker, representing right. his stable. Surely the, surely the trainers give you a few little, like, you know. No, you give I haven't me some... heard anything all week, and uh, okay. I couldn't pick a winner if my life depended on it. So all right, mate. I just keep, keep, keep um yeah, I haven't heard any locals, to be honest with you. So oh, okay. um, if you were asking for one, you'd have to say Ray Magnerio of Robbie Griffiths. He's yes, um, really in format horse, so working his way through the grades well. You'd have to think he's a really good chance tomorrow. I tell you what, Liam will be lucky to get his job back. You've been sensational, Brendan. Good luck today, yeah. mate. Or tomorrow. Thanks, Gareth. There's Brendan Jackson, who's um, looking after the Flemington track at the moment. Well, Liam O'Keefe's on a well-deserved break. Mitchie Lewis is on fire, seeing them beautifully. He joins us now. Giddy-ups. Form guru for Melbourne. G'day, Mitchie. Morning, Gareth. How have you been this week? I am very well, mate. Um, Flemington headquarters tomorrow. I think that the track should play pretty well. The wind conditions, I don't think, will have a part or um, have any influence really on on the way that the pattern is. The rail, however, is out nine metres and we'll be racing on a good four, I would imagine. So where do we start with your specials at Flemington? Right, so we'll, the first one comes in race five. I'm going to be with number four, King, for the Cummings team and Jamie Carr in the stable. Yeah. I just think she finds the right race here for her. So she's hit the line quite nicely in her last few runs. 
Uh, I think the setup down the straight here today suits her a little bit better. She's going to have plenty of room. Um, she's run down the straight well previously, so I think that sets up nice for her. Now, you might look at barrier three and think, do you want to be into the inside? But she'll go back a little bit anyway. So I think when they push forward, she'll be able to go. Jamie Carr will have a lot of options about where she wants to be, and she'll be able to find the right part of the track. So I think it's Kin's day tomorrow. I think there's a few tipping Kin tomorrow. So Cadolphin there to strike in race number five. Mitchie, love your confidence there. What else have you got for us? And the next one comes in race number seven, and it's Ray Magnerio. Now, this is why you have to listen to the weekend preview, Gareth. He was $3 yesterday, and then somebody went and had a good go at him in the afternoon. He was in for 250 so I know there was a scratching, but that scratching was on Wednesday. So Ray Magnerio, look, he just looks progressive for me. He's run well down the straight before when he won that one uh, two, uh, yeah, two starts back. I, I just think... He's in a similar grade here as what he won last start. Uh, there's a big opinion of him. I think he's going to be able to win down the straight here, which is a track that he really appreciates. And I think it sets up nice for him with Jungle Jim and Maximilius probably putting some speed into the race to give him an opportunity to run them down. He's been a great horse, hasn't he? And he's been well-placed by Robbie Griffiths. We had a chat to him yesterday regarding his approach to all of this. And he hasn't left a, he hasn't left a dollar really with, with Ray this preparation. He's been able to pick through his grades and place his horse perfectly. And he probably could step up and have a crack at some harder races with the way that he's going. But um, he understands probably he's a, maybe a listed group, group two, group three horse, probably at best. But um, I think that's a, a special skill for a horse trainer in a way to make sure that you maximize your earning potential. Because if you do try and jump up, jump up in class too quickly and you do too many points, it's, um, it's difficult to place your horse, but they've done it perfectly. Yeah, so it's a bit similar, isn't it? They've, they've done it perfectly in the fact they could have went last week. You probably thought they could have been contest, um, contesting the group race, the Standish, and been reasonably competitive, but they're taking their time. And, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's a really savvy sort of move because then they can attack better races in the autumn and the spring. If you go to the Standish and you win yeah. that, you, you've blown that opportunity, haven't you? Yeah, 100%, mate. Um, what else have you got for us then? So you've got Ken and, and Ray Magnerio. Yep, so uh, South Australian loyalist, uh, race 10, number two, Wiggum. I am sticking with Wiggum. I know there's the spruik on the Nick Ryan horse, Johnny Rocker. Um, but Wiggum, to me, he's coming into this fresh. His best career runs have been fresh. Uh, he's a winner down the straight. We saw him win down the straight on um, Melbourne Cup Day, and he peeled off the fastest closing splits of that entire day that day. So you you probably would think that he really appreciates that sort of straight track run. So barrier 12, he's in a good spot. Damien Lane in the saddle. I think at his price, he's a really good each way play if you are very cautious about the Johnny Rocker. So race 10, number two, Wiggum. Race seven, number three, Ray McNerio. And then Kin, he's your best. Race five, number four. What else have you got for us, mate, as we head to Gawler? So at Gawler, it's a good little day at Gawler, actually. There's a few races that I'm keen to have a look into, but the three that I've got for us, the first one comes in race three. I'm going to be with number one, Apache Star. So currently Apache Star is a good each way price. We've got a short price favourite in second to none. You're getting the same price for the place as you are the win for second to none. So I think it's going to be warm at Gawler tomorrow, and sometimes it can get a little bit leaderish on the rail when it is the case. So... Apache Star's got barrier two. Uh, he likes to push forwards. I think that puts him in a good position. He won over this track in distance two starts back, and then he put in a little bit of an 
average run when he was well supported last start. So I think if you forgive him for that, you're getting a good each way price for a horse proven at the track and who's going to go a few race map favours over the favourite. Beautiful. So what else have you got for us after that? Race five, number one, Jackson Ice for the Jolly team. This is probably race of the day. There's a few handy types in the race. Jackson Ice, he's third up now. He's a winner third up, but he's tracking distance stats. He's won two from three here, and he ran second in the other race. I think he's well-suited third up, while a couple of the others are deeper into their preps. Uh, again, he's going to be forwards from barrier seven. I've mapped him to sit outside the leader, who's probably going to be Portation, and I think that's going to be where you want to be. His main danger is in press down, and Rockstar Megsy might be back a little bit and probably have to circle the field. So I think Jackson Ice wins race five. And then in race seven, I'm sticking to one that we've just had a little bit of a... Um, just been a bit disappointing this prep. Race seven, number two, Isabella. She's come second in both of her runs. We might have been with her both times, but I think she finds the right race here third up now. She's much fitter, so up to the 1,200 metres. Rochelle Milnes is three kilos off, takes her down to 58 and a half, which I think sir, suits. Um, and she looks the only one with genuine early speed outside. She's graceful, so I think she can find the rail out in front and be in a good spot. What's your best at Gawler? Um, I, I reckon I'm going to go the way of Jack's. Oh, no, let's nah, let's let's stay with Zabella. Oh, she'll do it. I reckon she gets the right race here third up. Zabella's the best there. All right, mate. We wish you the best of luck. Thanks for that, mate. We appreciate your time as always. Thanks, mate. Good luck, punters, and you have a good weekend. Gareth, I'll chat to you soon.